0: everybody, welcome back to The Balanced Parent. I am your host, Dr. Laura Freyan, and this week we are going to be listening to a replay of a live I did a few weeks ago on how to make your cup overflow so that you never feel drained by your kids and your role as a parent again. So let's take a listen and let me know if you have any questions. Hello everybody, this is Dr. Laura Freyan. I'm so glad to have you here with me for another episode. Um, I'm Dr. Laura Froyen. if you're new here. I have my PhD in human development and family studies with a specialization in couple and family therapy and I am a peaceful parenting and respectful relationship uh, consultant and coach and I help families get uh, more clear and aligned on their values to get connected to deep compassion and grace for one another and start communicating more consciously um, so that they can live more connected and balanced lives um, together. We're talking today about why your cup never feels full and how to go about making it overflow so that you have this reserve of of compassion, energy, presence uh, with you kind of all the time. Um, so that's what we're talking about today, and I'm really excited to jump in with you um, because this is something that's really been powerful for me in my own life, and it's something that I've been trying out with a few clients on my, um, that are on my roster right now, and uh, they are having massive changes with this one simple shift. So we hear all the time as parents that we can't pour from an empty cup, right? Do you guys hear this? I I know I hear it. Heck, I even say it. Um, It's like the message that parents, um, especially moms, hear. Um, We hear all about self-care, how important it is, how to get it, what real self-care is, um, and uh, how to get more of it. ad nauseum, right? Um, We get it at this point, hopefully. We know that it is important, and because it's true, you really must put on your own oxygen mask first. Um, And meeting your own needs for rest, grace, compassion, and empathy will allow you to show up in your relationships with your partners, with your family members, and with your kids um, with more presence, more authenticity, um, more connection, and and more joy. Those things are true. Um, But tell me if this also feels true for you, um, that like the cup that you're supposed to be filling is bottomless, like it's never actually full. No matter how much yoga or breathing or walks in nature or journaling you do, um, you're always pouring it back out into your kids or into your partner, and your cup feels empty again until that next time that you can have a chance to refill it. And it's like you're always chasing this goal, this unattainable goal, of having this full cup that's mythical, right? Um, You feel drained, like everyone needs you and they're sucking you dry and you can't even keep up with refilling yourself. And there's just never enough of you to go around. I don't know about you, but um, especially when I became a mom of two kids, um, I definitely felt that, that way. Pulled in all of these different directions to my business, to my partner, and to my kids. If you've ever felt this way, you're not alone, um, and today I want to share this secret with you that will flip this on its head and make sure that you never have to feel drained in this way again. Um, and no, I'm not adding one more thing to your to-do list, no more like tips and tools for how to get self-care. Um, in fact, you don't have to do anything, this is just a mindset flip, and it's super powerful. So in the early days of working towards, um, more balance and connection with my family, um, I, um, and kind of more bringing more joy into my motherhood. I really dove head first into taking really good care of myself because I knew that that had to come from within that had to start with me first and that had to kind of bubble out of me. And so I, I kind of, dove into that, into taking really good care of myself, having firm boundaries, all of those good things. But it did feel like I was chasing something that was kind of all always out of reach, this mythical full cup that I was supposed to have. And no matter how much self-care I did, it never felt like it was enough to make even a dent in what I was pouring into my family, into my children. And what's more, my kids and sometimes my partner even never really felt satisfied with what I was giving them. And I can tell you why this is in one simple word, scarcity. My time, my love, my attention, my presence, my compassion, that all felt like a scarce resource to my kids, to my partner, to my family, and even to me, perhaps most importantly to me. And if I wanted to change that, I realized that um, if I wanted to feel truly fulfilled in my motherhood, um, and I wanted my family to fufil- feel fulfilled too by with, like, with what I was giving them, that I needed to shift out of scarcity and into abundance because abundance is the antidote to scarcity. Now I had started learning about abundance and scarcity in my business trainings, um, and I wasn't seeing a lot of it being applied to parenting. But, um, so if you go out and you do a Google search right now on abundance and scarcity, you're gonna find a lot around um, kind of business mindset pieces, there's not a lot out there on how it applies to parenting, but it totally does. and out of this realization that kind of what I was learning about scarcity and abundance was really a coming true and kind of standing out to me in my parenthood, I um, it kind of came, I came around to this, um, what I call this uh, champagne glass tower theory uh, of self-care um, and kind of really applies to anything in, in parenting and relationships. Um, and um, so that's what I'm sharing you with you today is my champagne glass theory. So have you ever seen a champagne glass tower or a video or a gif of it where um, they've got this tower of champagne glasses and they are pouring the champagne and then the champagne is bubbling over the um, top one and kind of cascading down. Um, That's what we need in our motherhood. So, or in our parenthood, the, We, this visual of having, you know, refilling our cup and then we take our cup and we pour it out into one child and then the other one, maybe into our girlfriends and into our partner, that model, that, like that visual, that's scarcity. That's a scarcity mindset that there is this finite resource that we have to replenish um, and At some point, it's going to run out. It's going to be empty, and you have to fill it back up again. That's not the way I want you thinking about this cup that you need to fill first for your family um, and for yourself. I want you thinking about this cup as a bottomless, endless well of love and compassion and presence, whatever it is that's feeling scarce in your life right now, um, picturing it within yourself kind of bubbling up and out, and we it, we only give to others as it overflows, as it comes out of the cup, um, and that is when it feels um, not draining to us. and fulfilling it to them because if our kids know that our time and our attention or our love or our compassion is a scarce resource, if they can tell that like we're being drained by giving it to them, they can feel that and they're going to want more and more and more. They know just like when i um, like, let's say you normally don't have um, Girl Scout cookies in your house, right? It's Girl Scout cookie time. Um, and all of a sudden you have like boxes of Thin Mints and, there's scarcity around those. They're not there all the way, you know, all through the year. You can't just go out to the store and get them. And so then there's lots of asking, can I have those cookies? Can I have those cookies? And you're kind of feeling the pull to take them because there's a scarce resource. We don't want ourselves, our time, our attention, our love, our compassion to be, feel like a scarce resource within our family. And so this mindset shift, you don't actually have to do anything different. You just have to think. Think about it differently. You have to envision within yourself that your compassion is an endless well, that it is bubbling up from within you and spilling out into those around you. And in order for that to happen, in order for it to feel real like that, you you have to be giving it to yourself first. The um, not giving your parent, you know, your partner or your kids what's left over, but letting it overflow into that. That's the key piece here. And so there's a few steps you can take to make this shift. So for some people, this just clicks automatically and you're like, yes, this is what I need. Other people need to take a couple of steps to kind of solidify this mindset. Um, And whenever we're changing a mindset, we always have to kind of practice thinking in this new way because our thoughts are really powerful and we think habitually. Um, we Once we start thinking something a few times, uh, our brains are super efficient and they kind of take our awareness of thinking it offline so that to free up resources and then we think it as a habit. Um, so when we start thinking something new, it can feel cumbersome and awkward and we have to kind of bring a lot of awareness to it at first. Um, but if we do that, it will become habitual and we can replace some of the scarcity um, kind of toned language that we use within our own heads or even kind of how we think about our lives right now um, with some abundance-coded language, Um, and if you practice it enough, it will become habitual, and you'll kind of have that abundance mindset running in the background, Um, and that's when it gets powerful. So how do we do that? How do we make that shift? Because that's what I want to share with you today. So the first step in changing any mindset is always going to be awareness. That's the first place, and you might stay in just the awareness phase of it for a long time because you've been thinking in a scarce way on this topic or any kind of um, you know, anything you're thinking about um, for a long time. You've been thinking scarcely with scarcity in mind for a long time. So changing that is hard. Um, so the awareness phase can last for a long time. So become aware of when you catch yourself having thoughts or stories that you're telling yourself that are grounded in scarcity. This might sound like things like, there's never enough of me to go around, or there's not enough time for me to take care of myself, or I didn't get a chance to um, go for my walk again today. Um, Or, um, you know, uh, it's, so easy to be kind to my kids, but it's not easy to be kind to myself, or I'm so forgiving of my partner and um, there's not enough forgiveness for me um, or understanding for me. All of those things are laced with scarcity. Do you see it? And so the first step is becoming aware of the thinking of when scarcity is sneaking into your internal language and the way you talk to yourself about yourself and about your life. Um, And then you need to mindfully and intentionally shift that language. So keep a little note in your phone, um, you know, in the notes app in your phone, and whenever you catch yourself thinking something that is scarcity, you know, laced with scarcity, um, jot it down in the notes, uh, and then come back to it later and see how you can shift it. See how you can shift that thought into an abundance mindset. So let's say your kind of automatic thought that has scarcity in it is something like, uh, there's you know there's not, not enough of me to go around. Everybody wants something from me all the time. How can we shift that to abundance? So um, you can even just say, there's more than enough of me to go around. There is plenty of time in my day to take care of myself. Um, I feel so blessed that I am so, per, you know, that my purpose in my family is so clear that people need me and I have a lot to give to them. You know, those are ways you can shift it. So keep keep track of your scarcity thoughts and then practice shifting them mindfully and intentionally to abundance thoughts. Um, and then practice it. So keep that awareness going and keep m- mindfully replacing those thoughts. So when you catch yourself in a scarcity mindset, you're not gonna be mean to yourself. You're gonna be kind and compassionate. You're gonna say, oh, hello, scarcity, there you are. Thank you for letting me know that I have the shift to make, and then you shift it, um, and you say the new thing that you've written out and that you're practicing. You can also, like if there's ones that come up habitually that you kind of notice yourself thinking them every single day, keep them on a list and like put them on a post-it by your mirror so that when you are brushing your teeth every day, you are mindfully saying those abundance kind of affirmations every day while you're brushing your teeth two times a day. Hopefully you're doing that. Um, Dental health is a form of self-care too. (laughs) So that's one way you can do it. But the, the message that I want for you today, even if you don't do any of these things is I want you to start thinking about yourself your compassion your time your energy as this boundless bottomless cup it never ends and it and you are filling it through kindness to yourself through whatever form of you know self real self care you know, what that looks like for you, setting boundaries, um, breathing, meditating, you know, whatever it is that you do to increase your capacity for self-regulation and feeling connected, then you are doing those things not from a place of, I have to refill it so that I can pour it out, but I'm keeping this going, I'm doing this, I'm filling this up, up, this part of me up, so that it can overflow into my family. That's a piece that's so important for you to understand um, and to take home with yourself. And so then the next time you're sitting down and you've got to make dinner and you've got to clean the house and um, you want to check in with your friend who's having a really hard time and your kids are begging you to play with you, you can sit down with, with your child and say, there is enough. There's enough of me to go to all of these places. There is enough time for me to do all of those things. And right now, I'm gonna sit with my child and be fully present and let my compassion and my love for them overflow out of me and into them so that they cannot possibly feel that this is a scarce resource. So they can feel the abundance of it, that this is a well that will never run dry, and so they don't need to grasp at it. They don't need to pull me in, and they can be satisfied with that full presence for 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be a lot, Um, and because it's more satisfying, because it comes from a place of abundance, your child will be more satisfied by it more quickly, and they will allow you to move into those other things you need to do. Instead of constantly begging you, mom, pay attention to me, mom, look at me. You know, when we hear that, that's scarcity, and we want our kids to know that there is no limit to the amount of time and attention and love we have for them. Sometimes we they have to wait, and that happens, but waiting isn't the same as not getting it. And then, of course, honey, yes, there is so much time for you. I want, I, I I'm gonna be so present. You're gonna have all of me, and I have to make this phone call first, and then you've got me, right? So there's no scarcity there, even though sometimes there's delays that have to happen um, because we have a lot to do. We're busy, busy, you know, moms and parents. Um, okay, so those are the things that I wanted to share with you today. Um, let's see, Anne says, I think to myself, one thing at a time, I can do all of these things in a row instead of all at the same time. That's brilliant, yes. And so giving your full presence, your full kind of abundant time to that one place, that one thing, makes it more complete and, and helps, the, especially in our relationships, the people we're with. When we're splitting our time and attention they, and we're multitasking, they feel it. Even the smallest kids feel it. That's why your two-year-old, when they, um, they see you on the telephone, they see your attention is diverted, that's when they need you right away or even gosh I used to see this in my babies when I was nursing that they didn't want me to talk to anybody else while I was nursing them I needed to be solely connected and kind of communicating on an eye level with them in that moment they know when our attention is diverted and they we are primed as human beings for scarcity we're primed to look and see where things are scarce and to um kind of jealously hoard it That's, I mean, that's our human animal nature. Um, and so we have to actively combat that now in the kind of the here and now where we aren't in danger. We're not living in caves anymore. Um, we have to actively cultivate abundance, um, in our, in our parenting. And yeah, that's what I wanted to share today. Okay. All right. So I think that that's it. That's what I had for you. And please let me know if you have any questions. Um, If this is resonating with you, let me know. And if you try it, I want to hear how it's changing things for you because it's powerful when we do this with our kids. When we have that and kind of that endless bottomless well or that image of the champagne pouring out and it's bubbling into all of the people that we love, um, that image in our head is powerful. Our brains are powerful and our kids and our family will feel it. I mean, you don't have to be perfect at it. You can certainly make mistakes. It's easy to slip into scarcity. And so we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking for progress. Um, And the more progress we make, the closer we get to being deeply and authentically connected with our, with our families. And that's, I mean, that's it. That's the goal, right? Okay, so if you are ready to take action and bring more mindful abundance to your thought processes and to your family and the way you show up in your daily life, I want you to go over to the show notes for this episode and download today's Balanced bite. I walk you through the five-step process for releasing scarcity and bringing abundance into your daily life with your family uh, and with yourself. So I want you to head over there and download this week's Balanced Bite and get started on that. Post it, you know, print it out, post it in your house, uh, and do the steps. Actually engage it actively in the process. Take action. And i I want to hear how you're doing. You tag me on social media, on Facebook, um, on Instagram. You let me know how you are doing. Um, When are you noticing that you're stuck in scarcity? How are you replacing those scarce thoughts and uh, language uh, with abundance-coded language? Uh, What are your new thoughts that you're actively putting into your brain that you're rewriting and re-scripting? I want to know them because here's the thing, for every person who posts on social media, who tags me and lets me know what they're doing or sends me a message, there are hundreds of parents out there having those same thoughts, needing to do the same work. And when you share it out loud in a way that others can see you, you allow them to see themselves in you and to grow with you you inspire them they see themselves in you and they think well if they're doing it then I can too I can make these changes I can do this and I'm not alone when I do it so you know we hear so much about social media and how it um, brings us in to comparison um, and it Can steal our joy at times and it's true it can and we have to be firm with ourselves and have good boundaries but we can also use it to inspire ourselves and to inspire others to do this important work this work that your parenthood is calling you to do uh to to light you up and make you alive and inspire others to do the same. And so that's why I want you right now, if you're listening to this, I want you to share it. I want you to share it with the people you love, the people who you think need it. Um, Maybe you don't even know who needs it. Just put it out there because someone will find it and someone will use it and you will help change someone else's life in the process of doing your own work. Uh, and that like that's what community does for us. And so don't let social media be a negative in your life. Use it as a tool for worldwide change. And one more thing, this Sunday is Father's Day and what better way to tell your partner how amazing you think they are and how much you believe in them as a parent than to support them in becoming the most respectful, confident dad they can be. I want to help you do just that by offering you a Father's Day discount on my foundational course, Respectful Parenting 101. In this course, you and your partner can get clear on your hopes and dreams for your family and start parenting in a way that supports those goals with an end result of a more calm, peaceful, and connected family. A lot of dads I talk to, including my own husband, say that they prefer to parent intuitively based on their instincts. They want to figure out what feels right to them and have it come naturally rather than have to do all of the research and reading. And I agree, you shouldn't need a PhD in child development and family therapy just to raise your kids. That's why I have one, so I can help you. This course isn't about telling you what to do or say, and in fact, I don't see that as my job at all. This course helps you get clear on your default mode of parenting, take a look at where that came from and whether it's working for you. And really evaluate if that's what you want moving forward, because let's face it, most of us weren't parented respectfully, even though our parents loved us and were doing their best, which means that our default or our instincts may not actually be serving our higher goals for our family and children. I want to support you and your partner in developing an approach to parenting that is grounded in research, but most importantly, feels authentic to you. I won't tell you which limits to set. I'm not you, and I don't know your kids. You are the expert on your family. I'll simply give you a formula for making decisions yourself so that you never have to second guess yourself again. I don't want you to need me to tell you what to say. I want that to come from within you. And I know you might be thinking, but won't my partner think that I'm saying he's not a good dad if I give him a parenting course for Father's Day? And I really don't think anything could be further from the truth. Anyone who wants to be good at anything knows that they need to put in some time and effort. Even the most talented natural athletes need to learn the basics and practice in order for things to feel like second nature. Why on earth would parenting be any different? Don't look at this as insulting or criticizing their parenting. Frame it for yourself and for them as investing in their parenting that you know deep in your soul that they are committed to giving their kids the best chance at a successful future. This is not coming from a place of lack or scarcity, but a place of abundance. Of course they want to learn more. Of course there's a place to get support. Of course they will have ample time and a partner to do it with them to get through the material which by the way, my course members tell me is super engaging and to the point and quick and easy to bring on board. And best of all, you can do it together so that you feel like you are on the same page, even if your goals and methods are a bit different. So if you're ready to jump in, head on over to laurafroyan.com courses. And once you get to the Respectful Parenting 101 homepage, enter coupon code Father's Day 2020 at checkout. All the details are in the episode description and in the show notes. I hope I see you in there.